because I personally think that setting boundaries is essential for leaders because it underpins professionalism. It says this is something that we're going to do, and these are things that we're not going to do. It promotes healthy work-life integration where people don't have to feel consumed by their work. And it cultivates an environment of respect and trust when people say, hey, I can't take this on right now. And you as a leader say, okay, I get that. That is really important for creating a great culture where people want to work. Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so glad you are here today. So this weekend, I was having a conversation with a friend. We're texting back and forth on whether or not we were going to commit to doing something with another group of people. And after thinking about it, I told her, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to say no. I just have too much going on. I'm remodeling my kitchen. I built a big addition that we're moving into. It's chaos right now. I'm getting ready to travel overseas. I just don't have time to go and I don't want to feel resentful by feeling obligated and instead of just taking care of myself and going and spending this time with my family. And so we were going back and forth on on whether or not she was going to say yes or no. And I said, you're so much nicer than me. And she texted me right back and she said, no, I'm not. You just know how to set healthy boundaries. And you know what? You're way happier because you do that. And I thought a lot about that text exchange because... I was a little bit disappointed in myself that I fell into that narrative that somehow by setting boundaries, I was not a nice person, that by somehow saying, no, I don't have time to do this, that I was being selfish. And that simply isn't true. We all need to have boundaries in our life, healthy boundaries that protect our time, our well-being, and that allow us to focus on the things that are most important to us. And so I wanted to acknowledge that because I don't want to feed into that negativity of boundaries. I want to have boundaries. I want my employees to have boundaries. I want my friends to tell me, you know, nope, I can't do that. I would way rather them be honest with me about what they've got going on in their life than feel obligated to do something with me. And then I started thinking about this in the context of leadership, because let's face it, we leaders are pretty crappy at setting boundaries. Many of us are very driven, very ambitious. We want to win. We want to be successful. And we think that we have to say yes to everything. We think that we have to drive and drive and drive and work really hard and work long hours and we're terrible at delegating. And all of those things are a result of not setting healthy boundaries. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, because I personally think that setting boundaries is essential for leaders because it underpins professionalism. It says, this is something that we're going to do, and these are things that we're not going to do. It promotes healthy work-life integration where people don't have to feel consumed by their work. And it cultivates an environment of respect and trust when people say, hey, I can't take this on right now. And you as a leader say, okay, I get that. That is really important for creating a great culture where people want to work. When you delineate clear limits and expectations, you empower your team, you empower yourself, you enhance time management, you prevent role confusion, and you support your own well-being and your employees' well-being. These boundaries are really essential for maintaining a structured and effective work environment, a place where people can thrive, and it will help you be a more successful leader. All right, so let's dive into some strategies that you can put into place to be able to set healthier boundaries for yourself and for your team. First, be honest, be transparent, right? You can set a boundary. No, I'm not going to do that. And that might make people feel like, oh, okay, 
But if you share the why, if you more than just merely articulate the boundary, it helps people understand. When you share the why, you communicate with clarity and purpose, and it helps your team understand the rationale. And when people understand the rationale, they're more likely to accept and even appreciate your boundary. For example, I have a boundary of I don't work past 6 p.m. I like to cook dinner with my family and have that time to connect with my husband and my son. If I have to work that evening, I will do it after my son goes to bed, but I really try hard to not work past 6 p.m. I will get up early in the morning. I work out in the morning. I start my day early, but my work hours are need to be done between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and those are really healthy boundaries for me. It helps me feel like I'm a good mom and a good wife, and it gives me space to be able to rest and recoup from my day. And so I tell my team, hey, if you need me after 6 p.m., I'm probably not going to answer the phone. Shoot me a text if it's an emergency, and of course I will call you back then. Otherwise, I'll take care of it after I put my son to bed or tomorrow morning. People get that. They know how important being a good mother is to me, and they respect that boundary because I was open with them. I told them, like, I want to be a good mom. My son is not going to be in the house for that much longer, and I want to really enjoy this time with him. People appreciate that. So be really clear about the why. Additionally, you need to be an active listener, right? Just because you set boundaries and you explain the why doesn't mean that people can't question them or just have to accept them, right? If you actively listen and allow people to ask you questions or share concerns about your boundaries so that they get it and that you understand how maybe your boundary is impacting them, you continue to foster that environment of mutual respect and collaboration. So be open, be transparent, have that kind of open communication. Here are my boundaries. How does this impact you? And then really listen to people. And it's okay to be able to negotiate and to navigate what works for you as a leader and what works for your team. But remember, open, honest communication, being really transparent about the why and creating that safe space will absolutely create a stronger workplace environment where everybody feels safer to have boundaries. My second strategy is to lead by example. Like this is the most powerful thing you can do, especially when it comes to setting boundaries. When you consistently adhere to the boundaries you set, you send a clear message about their importance and their non-negotiality. Let me give you an example. Comes back to emails. We want our employees here to feel like they have the ability to decompress and unplug from work and that they don't have to answer emails at all hours of the night or wee hours of the morning. But let's face it, we as leaders, some of us like to get up really early. I get up at four o'clock every morning. I might send an, an email at four o'clock. But what that message sends to other people is that, you're required to get up early. You're required to answer emails at four in the morning. And that's simply not true. I have other people on my team who like to work late and might send an email at 10 o'clock at night. And it's the same thing. When you're sending emails at 10 o'clock at night, what message are we telling our employees? And so we really need to adhere by these boundaries. And so I tell my executive management team, first and foremost, get rest, get some sleep. If you're working 10, 12 hours a day consistently, we need to talk about setting some healthy boundaries and prioritizing your work so you don't feel like you have to work crazy hours. But if for some reason you are working late or getting up early, 
please use the schedule send on your email and send it for 8 a.m. in the morning. Do not send the message to our employee base that working late or getting up really early is something that is required, that they have to answer emails at all hours of the day. I work with them on setting those boundaries and then I ask them to lead by example. Don't send those emails. If you are working late or working early for whatever reason, use the scheduled send. This really does help encourage the adoption throughout the whole organization of we don't want work to take over our lives. And we have to lead by example. We have to embody those boundaries. So you won't see me sending emails at 10 o'clock at night because I go to bed at nine o'clock. But you could see me sending them at four or five in the morning because I like to get up early. That's my personal preference. I'm not working crazy hours because I feel like I have to. I am the best in the morning and I go to bed early. But nobody knows that. And so I set that boundary by either not sending emails at that time or using the delayed send so that I'm not sending that message to my employees. So lead by example. The next one is to be consistent. You need to be consistent in the application of boundaries. If you aren't, it will lead to confusion, resentment, and the perception of favoritism or that some rules apply to others while they don't for other individuals. So you need to be able to maintain your credibility and the team morale by making sure that boundaries are very clear. If you say, I don't want you to work on weekends, and then you get mad at somebody for not working on a weekend, that is an inconsistent application of boundaries. If you say we have boundaries around family time, but then you consistently ask people to put the company before their family, then that is an inconsistent application of boundaries. It's really important that leaders are predictable and that they reinforce boundaries in a fair and consistent manner so that everybody understands what they are and will respect them. So consistency is everything as a leader. So when you're thinking about boundaries that you set personally or that you set with your team or within your company, make sure they're consistent. Make sure everybody gets treated the same. Make sure that everybody understands it and there's no favoritism. It's the fastest way to lose credibility as a leader. The fourth one is to trust and delegate. Delegating is an important boundary that we all need to set as leaders. We do not have to do it all. And when you say, I am going to delegate this to you, I'm going to trust you to do this, you are empowering your team. And you're also lightening your load by saying, I can't do this. So I'll give you an example. One day I had one of my executive management team members come in and he was asking me questions and was asking my opinion on what we needed to do. And he was like, so how should we do this? And I said to him, well, why are you making me do your job? Like, this is your job. Aren't you supposed to come with the recommendations to me? And then I can help you solve problems, but I'm not going to come up with the recommendations. And he paused and he said, you're right. And it was such an important conversation. I created trust by setting those boundaries. No, this is not my role. This is your role. You come back to me with your recommendations. And he felt so empowered. And it was actually a pivotal point in our relationship. And it told him I trusted him. I knew he was going to come up with great ideas. And I would be there to support him and help him. But it also didn't make me have to do the work, which is really important. So 
Delegating is an important aspect of setting boundaries. It tells your team that you trust in their capabilities. It fosters a sense of confidence and autonomy, which all people want. So don't be afraid to delegate. You need to trust your employees. That is a form of boundary setting. Now, when you do delegate, make sure you set clear expectations. You know, this is what I expect. This is what success looks like. This is the timeline that I need this in, right? All of those are are setting boundaries for success so that people know, okay, I'm going to go do this project and I know what's expected of me and I know what winning looks like and I know when I need to deliver this. Do not be afraid to delegate, to trust your team. It is an effective form of boundary setting that can lead to innovative solutions, a more engaged, motivated team, and you not feeling like you have to be the one to do all the work. And finally, be open and be adaptable. While boundaries are necessary for success and leadership, they should not be so rigid as to stifle adaptability and growth. Like we have to be adaptable. We have to always be growing. And our team's needs are going to be evolving. The business environment is constantly changing. And so we have to be able to adapt and to evolve. And so just because we have a boundary now doesn't mean that boundary isn't going to change in the future. That doesn't mean that as we grow and we learn that we're going to have new boundaries or that an old boundary, it doesn't make sense anymore. I used to have a boundary of I said no to anything that wasn't being a good mom, taking care of myself and being a great CEO. I did that when my son was really young because I needed to be at home with him. Now that he is almost a preteen, which is crazy, and I have time to do other things, I've said yes to speaking engagements and to volunteering my time and being part of community organizations where I used to say no to those things, right? That is an of evolution. My time has evolved. My interests have evolved. The demands on my time have evolved. And so I haven't been so rigid that I haven't been able to grow. So Just remember that boundaries can always change. You are in charge of setting them and you can be in charge of letting them go. So invite feedback on what your boundaries are. Be willing to learn. Be willing to hear what people have to say. Be willing to look at yourself and say, is this serving me anymore? This adaptability will really ensure that boundaries remain relevant, which is really important and supportive of you and your team's need, which will just continue to foster that dynamic workplace, a great environment where people feel that they can be their very best and you can feel effective as a leader. So to wrap things up, strategic boundary setting is an art and it requires clarity, consistency, and a deep understanding of you, of your needs and your team needs. When you master that transparent communication, you lead by example, you ensure consistency within boundaries, when you foster delegation and trust and you cultivate that adaptability, that willingness to grow and learn within those boundaries, you can have a healthy, productive, respectful work respectful work environment, and you can feel really good as a leader. You can set boundaries for yourself and you can help your team set boundaries and you can help your individual employees set boundaries where everybody feels good. Like they can be their very best, but they also have the space to say no. They have space to rest and recover and thrive. All right. Hopefully that was helpful for you today. Remember, boundaries are not negative. They're not a bad thing. You're not a mean person. You're not selfish. It's very, very healthy to be able to say, here's what I can do. Here's how I can help. Here's what I can offer. And here's how I can't. 
All right. With that, I will leave you for your day. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to hosting you on next week's episode of Reflect Forward. And if you like this podcast, please share it, write a review, send it to a friend. It always helps with the algorithms. Go to my YouTube channel. You can find it if you search Carrie Siggins. Uh, the episodes are there. We're doing fun YouTube short videos with it. And again, if you find these tips helpful, you can always buy my book, The Ownership Mindset. You can find it on Amazon. And if you find these tips useful, you can always buy my book, uh, The Ownership Mindset. You can find it on Amazon or you can go to my website. There's links to it there. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Take care.